People going crazy over this. I could have been dead. I, I could have been in jail. Yep. I could have been all these different things. What up? And none of that shit stopped talk me. To him. Talk to him. I'm not going to let some powerless motherfuckers stop me from getting to my destiny. Because I've mastered multiple levels. Let multiple the levels. show let begin. The show. begin. Tweet Talk, episode 45. It's lit. So lit. This podcast is brought to you in part by investattheteam.com. We have created the official merch of Generational Wealth. You have to shift your mindset from employee to you can fire me the boss. Always remember, no sacrifice, no reward. Hood Estates, exclusive collection available at investattheteam.com. Now back to the world's greatest podcast. What it sounds like to be the best. This is a Black Wealth Podcast. Build wealth, invest, own, and close the wealth gap. It's time to break down these financial concepts with your host, Mr. Todd Millionaire himself, Charles Oglesby, and Raphael Husband. Hey, episode Michael Jordan. I knew you weren't expecting Michael Jordan 45, but once upon a time, he wore 45 too. So, episode nah. MJ. Nah, that was an easy one, man. He said, when I come back like Jordan wearing the 4-5, I need to play games with you. <laughs> Probably maim you. And if I owe you, I'm blowing you to smithereens. Mm. Yeah, that's the easy one when he came back. I take that out the rafters for him, the 23. Yep. Another day, another dollar. Todd Capital still rolling. Hard. We doing, we killing it. The crazy part about it is we only getting better. I tell people, you give, some, you give a boss money and all he's going to do is make his real estate portfolio stronger. You give an employee money, he's going to come back with some true religion jeans and a new iPhone. We out here, mm-hmm. like I had an issue with one of the properties where the ceiling was sagging. And I saw it like two years ago when we first did it, but I didn't think too much of it. And now it's like we have the means to do what we got to do. So I was like, you know what, bro? Like I know you guys are painting and you're doing all that stuff in there, doing the floors, but pull that ceiling down. I want to replace that ceiling. I don't care how much it costs. I want to replace that ceiling. He pulls it down. There's like water damage behind it, a little bit of fire damage behind it. I was like, cool, let's fortify that. Let's go better. Like the bigger that we grow and the more that you become a more sophisticated landlord, you can start fortifying your real estate empire. So a lot of people think like, oh, you're a slumlord. Oh, you're a that lord. Like, bro, like you're like a year into this stuff. Like you can't expect to come at this existing on Aisha Southern levels, but you can grow to Aisha Southern levels. And as long as you don't have the intent of being a slumlord, that's okay. So like with us now, like we're over here, like the client, the tenants, like, Hey, I'm having an issue with my AC. She had an issue with the AC two years ago. We fixed it. It came back knowing what I know now. I'm like, we got to figure out a way. I can't expect somebody to live with no AC. That's ignorant. And so now it's like, what do we have to do to make sure that she's comfortable? What can we do to make sure our tenants are comfortable? Not just that they're okay. And they're paying us. Ty Capital ain't stopping, man. We only look at these cool yeah. shirts. One of these shirts, man. I'm gonna get you one. You deserve it, Raphael. Should I wear my Todd Capital shirt or my Hustle for Your Last Name shirt tonight? But a lot of T's coming out of this. So that's all I wear on the podcast. Yep. Either the Todd Capital or the Invest as a Team shirt. And the crazy part about it is you don't really realize it until you start watching your old content. Like somebody posted a video of me and I was uh, like giving my lecture because they were hating. They were like screenshotting and they're like, he forgot, he forgot this dude. He doesn't know everything about everything about everything. So that means he doesn't know anything. And I was like, dang, I got that Todd Capital shirt on. 
dang, I actually sound like I'm intelligent because I'm motherfucking intelligent. I'm not an ignorant motherfucker. A lot of times people will disagree with you and they'll treat you like you're nothing. I'm far from nothing. I might not be everything, but I'm far from nothing. So basically it's dope when you watch your old content. Like I think it's so cool when I watch like a bunch of videos of us and it's always Thai Capital, Thai Capital, Thai Capital, Thai Capital. So these days I don't get on if it's not Thai Capital, even if I'm not even rocking the Crenshaw anymore. If it's not Thai Cap, I ain't rocking with it because I got a son. And if I'm not pushing this forward, I'm not pushing him forward. So that's where I am. Yeah, the tweet, all that negative negativity, dumb shit. I'm trying to get some money. I, I realized like why Diddy for the longest time was like pushing positive vibes. And he's like, Positive vibes, positive vibes, positive vibes. Because when Diddy was like in the early phases of Diddy, like people respect mature Diddy. But like young Diddy, they used to hate on him. He can't dance. He can't rap. He's stealing everybody else's mm-hmm. songs. And now mm-hmm. people love mature Diddy because they saw how it played out. What I realized is people can't really understand what you're doing until they see how it plays out. So that's the first part of that. But the other is I just realized like when you start existing at a, at a high level, you just get attacked by negative energy. A lot of people are hating, a lot of people are slandering, a lot of people have opinions, and it's not even because of you, it's because of them. They're mad that they're not doing what they want to do. They're not, they're mad that they aren't where they want to be in life. And so they see you doing it and they attack it. And keeping it a hundred, I've done that to other people. And I realized that in me, I was like, you know what? I've done that to other people. And so I realized that they're doing it to me. And so for the most part, I'm very positive, I'm very supportive, I'm very helpful. But I had to realize, like, there have been specific instances where I have been a crab. And I feel like that's very mature of me to say. There's a lot of people out there who, who are acting like they're unbiased, who are acting like they're just giving you general information. But it's like, if you have to make up some stuff to come at me, then you probably got an agenda coming. Because folks have been making up stuff. I'm at a point now where it's like, what really frustrates me is when people bring it to my door. I have a lot of people blocked who bring that kind of energy. But what will happen is somebody will screenshot it and then send it to me in my DM and say, hey, man, I just thought you wanted to know. And so then it gets inside of me, and I spend the whole day tweeting about it, a whole day tweeting about it, a whole day tweeting about it, and now I got a whole timeline full of negativity. And so what I did today is I saw like one or two tweets last night, but I woke up, I was like, I don't care what they got to say. I'm not even going to look for it. I'm not going to search and see what somebody has to say about me because I need to keep my mindset on positive just so that I can continue to put out positive vibes into the community because people deserve that from me. They don't deserve coming back and forth with some dudes that I've never even met in person. I just, I just got to like, and then I started listening to Larry June and that's one thing he's always on is just positive vibes, positive vibes. Even if they bring negativity, positive vibes, because it's just like, it's unfortunate, but as a culture, a lot of us just, we didn't come from it. We don't exist in it because of a lot of different reasons. And so we tend to kind of hate on others that are getting it. And so I realized that it's not even so much that I have it, it's that it's very successful. And people can see it as successful. And I got a ton of affiliates and people can watch the countdowns because if I do a countdown, people are counting my money. Every time I do a countdown, so I was like, you just made blah, 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 blah <laughs> in 20 minutes. Like, bro, like, why are you counting my money? And so, like, right. I, I realized that people, like, they love you when you are, when you're growing towards it and then they hate you when you get it. But once I finally get to the point where it, they can't stop me, period. Then they'll start to respect what I did. And that's what I'm aiming for. But I can't stop just to please them. Yeah, I've seen that a few times when they start calculating. Man, you just made this much in 35 minutes. And it's funny, man. It's funny, like uh, a week ago, you asked me, how much money do you think I'm making off this thing? 
I I was looking at my phone. I'm like, huh? I'm like, man, I don't know. And I was like, after I I thought about it for a second, but I was like, man, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. Like, what difference does it make to me? The crazy part about it, Raphael, is there was the girl who made eight million dollars in. Was it eight million? There was a million dollars. It was a minute, minute, eight minutes. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is the only thing I'm getting is what I deserve. All the blogs, all the podcasts, all the investment clubs for stocks, all the investment club for real estate, all the trucks, all the all the all the value that I give to the community, I'm cashing in on it now. Like I've built this tribe of helping other people and supporting other people and and adding value to other people's lives. That like it's just catching up. And so, like, you can do three to four years. Like, that's what's life as an entrepreneur. You can do three years, four years, five years of work and get no income and then hit big in year six. And I was kind of comparing, like, me to, like, the bamboo. So, the bamboo is, like, super small, super short, and nothing, 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 nothing happens. Years go by, years go by, years go by, and then year 10, it just shoots up. And so, like, that's what I'm experiencing and I feel like I only share that with people because you got to stay down. If you are getting your success in month one, month two, year one, year two, that doesn't mean you aren't going to get it. And that's why Larry Jones, he posted, he said something. He was like, I can't do business with people who give up quick. And I've worked with a lot of people who, if they don't see a return in six months, they out. If they don't see a return in a year, they out. And it's not even about the return. It's about the actions. I was doing those things because I literally enjoyed doing those things. You got to enjoy the process. You can't just be out here looking for the reward all the time. We enjoy the process of owning rental property. And now we look up and everything we own is doubled. We enjoy the process of engaging in vending machines. And now we can go, we can buy bigger routes. We can make even bigger money. We enjoy the process of creating a podcast. Now we can create a second podcast that's already at 45 episodes. Like that is what this is about. It's not about do something, get money, do something, get money. It's like do something because you love it and the money will come. If you're bringing drama in my life, you're deleted. It's the same thing, man. I'm on I'm on a blocking spree. As soon as they say anything negative to me, they got to go. You got to go. I don't need that in my life. I don't need people. Like, I feel like in, in when you're growing up and you're younger, especially if you're around a lot of, like, in the African-American community, the, the status quo is to make fun of people, to talk about people, to put people down. Like, that's just what happens. It's not a lot of positivity. It's not a lot of people uplifting each other. And when you're younger, you have to accept it. It's like, cause that's what you're surrounded by. You gotta like, you gotta have a comeback. And I think that's what people do when, like, you know, like when you're younger and somebody was like, they say something about your mama, like, ooh, he says something about your mama, what you gonna do? Like that's what right. people do when they send that stuff to my DMs. They're like, ooh, he says something about your Twitter, what you gonna do? Yeah. And I'm at this point, I'm yeah. like, I choose not to enter, engage in that stuff. I choose to live in the world that I created that promotes positivity, that's forward thinking, that's progressive. And I don't have to respond to everything. Just because you say something about my mama doesn't have to say anything. Just because you say something about my mama doesn't have to punch you in the face. Like I can choose to just keep my peace. And that's what Jay-Z does. And that's what I'm doing. Like I'm telling you, I block people with the quickness these days. If you come at me crazy, if you say something crazy to me, you get blocked. And it's not because I hate you. It's because I love myself. I need to be positive. I need to be peaceful. I need to be in the right frame of mind for my son. At this point in life, it's not even about y'all. I don't, if, if I'm over here trying to win a Twitter argument with a stranger that I never met in person, that, t- that ruins my energy for my family. And I can't allow you guys to take that from me. And quite honestly, I was at a point now, I was like, 
you know what? I kind of would rather not even engage in Twitter. I would, I'm that committed to my family that I'm like, you know what? Followers, retweets, all that stuff. I could actually walk in from Twitter and be okay. Like, I'll be all right with that. I don't need the big following. I don't need the criticism that comes with it. I don't need to be going back and forth with strangers. If you bring in drama, you got to go with a quickness. And people, even people that I like, people that like we interact with, if you interact with a side of Twitter that, that is negative, I got to block you too. I got to protect my peace. I've done to a ton of people. Erica Classy Climb Williams, she said she, she clicked like on, on one of Nita's pages and I blocked her. Nita, Nita said some slick shit about me. And I'd already had Nita blocked and I blocked Erica because if you are associating with somebody talking, uh, talking slick about me, you got to go. And then they see it they're like, oh man, why'd you block me? I got to protect my peace. You might, you might've just been supporting her, but if somebody can even fall on that side, they got to go. And so we could be cool on, on, on another platform. We can be cool on Instagram, but not on Twitter. And that's just the way it is. And I'm telling you, my loyalty is to my family. Anybody who is not named Oglesby is liable to get blocked. Anybody. Anybody. Yeah, yeah. So quick sidebar. Any updates at all on the uh, mobile barbershop? I feel like we've been lacking, man. Like, so I would say the update is we found out that it's going to cost us 750 bucks to get it back. And I, I went to the partners. And I said, hey, let's pony up the cash. Let's get this thing back. They pointed up the cash. And the next thing was I needed to... Um, wow. I've been getting these things all day, man. Random strangers be like, look, I made $2,000 with your thing. I made $2,000. Um, crazy. So, um, basically what I want to do, because I don't really trust him, like I can follow it on the GPS, but I want to make sure it's there before I send out a person that paid 750 bucks and it's likely not refundable and they're likely going to charge me even more if they have to go back out there. So I told somebody, I said, hey, I need you guys to drive out there and verify that it's there before I send out this thing. Nobody did anything. Nobody said anything. And so as I was riding home, I was thinking about that. And I was like, a lot of folks who mess with me, they just want to ROI. They don't want to work. And they don't realize, like, sweat equity drives all of this. The only reason I real estate does what it does is because I put the work in. It, the cash is, is only gets you in the door. Are you over here willing, dealing, making sure you're not getting taken advantage of, making sure that things are getting handled when they need to get handled. Make sure tenant responsibilities are getting taken care of. It's the work plus the cash. It's not just the cash. If you don't got the cash, you got to have the work. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hire that company called We Go Look. And they're going to send out We Go Look, and they're going to go look, and I'm going to pay them 100 bucks. and they're going to take pictures, make sure it's there, and I'm going to send out them boys. And we're going to get that truck, and he's going to call me. He's going to cuss me out because that's what niggas do, and I'm going to have to just deal with it. Cause that's just where we are, but it's very frustrating and people have to understand my frustration. It's frustrating to give somebody a barbershop. They run the barbershop. They make money on the barbershop. They don't pay you. You come to them and say, Hey, you need to pay me. And they cut you out and get ignorant. That's basically what I'm dealing with on the other side of, of, of Twitter right now is folks cursing you out and getting ignorant. Every single person that you see coming at me, there's an underlying issue there. The people that you see, the 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 do dudes of this world, we used to have a relationship, a working relationship. It didn't work out. He's still taking out that taking that out on me. The 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 B real estate, he's upset because of the wholesale talk that I had. When I was talking about people being responsible wholesalers, he's been coming at me because of that. He blocked me a while back 
And I figured it was because of that. And ever since then, he's had a vendetta against me. It's not that what I'm putting out isn't right. It's that people are using this opportunity to come from my head. So I just realized that we're, we live in a situation that's very unique. And I got to, like with the barber, the goal is for them to pick up the truck, take it to our facility. And if he wants access to it, he can have access to it. But we're going to have cameras on him. We're going to have people making sure that if whatever he takes is whatever he takes. We might even get a picture of his driver's license. We might need to get a, we need to get a bunch of stuff before I let him get access to that thing. Because who knows what's going to happen. But I'm ready for the, for the heat that's going to come. But the crazy part is this dude's going to be mad at me for taking my asset back that he's had rent free for six months. And that's why I said, I don't argue with these people anymore. Cause they're, they don't, they're, they're not rational. There's somebody who, who um, there's somebody on Twitter who um, somebody had made a post about like something in my, in my course. And he was like, sir, options whispers, laughing face, laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. And I shot him a DM. I was like, bro, like, if you, if you think there's something I need to change or improve, I can do that, but making a spectacle of my name is kind of whack. And he was like, I'm not making a spectacle of your name. If I was making a spectacle of your name, I'd have called you a scam or I'd have called you this. I was like, does that even make fucking sense? It doesn't make any sense. But the crazy part about it is I scrolled up and that same dude was like, man, if you ever need anything in Detroit, just hit me up. I got you. And that's why I say yeah. like today's fan, tomorrow's critic, the same dudes who are looking up to you will slander you when it's convenient. And that's why I look at everybody with a grain of salt on Twitter. Anybody can turn on me. And I don't let my guard down anymore because I realize like stuff you sub stuff you send in a DM will get shared on the timeline. So if you like like somebody sent me a message and it was asking about like Jay Morrison and like crowdfunding and everything, I just ignored it. I was like, I don't got nothing to say. Like I feel like if you if you DM it, it's basically putting on the timeline. Because it's going to end up on the timeline. So that's where I am right now. But it's all love, though. I'm not coming after nobody. I'm not attacking them. I'm not hating on them. I want them to do well. I hope they are successful because if they're successful, the community is successful. I'm not crapping nobody else. Well, let's switch gears. To unsuccessful people create barriers for themselves that aren't really there. So a long time ago, <clears throat> I read this book called Expert Secrets. And the book Expert Secrets, basically, he talks about creating an information-based selling business, like creating courses and selling them online and having your finals and all that stuff. And one of the things he talks about is, you know what qualified you to teach? You have to be a step ahead of people that you're teaching. But I feel like people make it seem like you have to have this, 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 this to be qualified to present content to the world. And so I've been seeing a lot of that on Twitter. Like somebody posted like, oh my God, somebody got a phone flipping course. I'm like, if she's making money, she's doing it, she can sell it. Like, who, who the fuck are we to determine what somebody can do and can't do? We don't got no wealth. As a community, we don't got shit. But we're out here being the wealth police. We're out there saying, you can't do that, this. You can't make money during Rona. Who the fuck are you? You can't sell this for this price. You can't. You aren't qualified. Like, who are you? They ain't shit. The same people who think that they were going to keep Donald Trump out of office are out here trying to tell you what you can't do. Fuck them. Promote your shit, launch your shit, even with the haters. And that's one thing I, I realized. I was like, Donald Trump is the president. He's been killing it. 
And there's legit entire news stations that are dedicated to insulting him and talking about how dumb he is. Yo, it's the Options Trading Workshop, presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 inside money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. It's not a matter of getting everybody on your side. It's a matter of getting results and being successful. If you can get results and be successful, it doesn't matter what they say, and they're going to say stuff. And so that's one of the things that I realized about Tulsa Real Estate Fund, about all these different things people are coming at, Chris Johnson, like people are going to have their opinion. But what really frustrates me is like people legit think their opinion matters. I'm like, just because you got 10,000 followers in a world full of millions of followers, you think your opinion matters? 10,000 followers ain't shit. The world is full of people. And you think 10,000 followers gives you clout? It doesn't give you shit. And I say that as somebody with 10,000 followers, it does not give you shit. You are a speck. Don't let a speck prevent you from pushing out your shit. Don't let a speck prevent you from providing for your family. Don't let a speck prevent you from creating a legacy for yourself. And people are out here letting these motherfucking specs talking what they're doing as if they just got, they just got the clout. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care. You could have millions in the bank. It don't mean shit because they ain't out here trying to support you and put you on. They ain't out here creating content for the low to put you on. They're out here just stunting on you. They're out here just like pushing out content like, look how much money I'm making. But you ain't out there pu putting people on every single day, multiple times a day. I get DMs from people who said they made thousands of dollars per day. They changed their family tree. They changed their life. I'm not letting some dude who just makes money and then shows that he made money hate on me. People got to stop hero worshiping and start hustling because a lot of people out here, they're putting these people on pedestal. And what you got to do is you got to start seeing past them. There are people that I looked up to. And I cared about their opinion of me. And so I wasn't really promoting what I had. And until I started pushing past that, when I had a son, I started seeing, seeing like, I don't care what they think about me. Like I used to legit hold back on stuff because Terry E. Joe might not like what I got going on. Or Aisha Seldon might not like what I got going on. Or Tyrone McDonough might not like what I got going on. Yeah, they're dope and they're successful, but I can't let their opinion of me prevent me from pushing forward what I got going on. I can't let Kendra's opinion of me prevent me from pushing forward what I got going on. They could like it, they could not like it. There's a whole world full of strangers who need you. And that's why I was listening to Eric Thomas. And so people saw me put out this post where it's talking about like, there are less, there are more non-experts than there are experts. So get to the experts. And the backstory behind that is Eric Thomas was talking about how he needs to build this house in San Diego and he was like, man, how am I going to do it? What gift am I going to use to get the house in San Diego? And somebody was like, the gift of writing. They said, Eric, you're a high school dropout. So you were able to communicate on a lower level. He said, there's only 20% of the population that's educated. That means that 80% of the people are your people. Your gift is that you're not going to overcomplicate it and make it super sophisticated. He was like, sell to the 80% and fuck the 20%. And that's what I realized. You're over here letting these expert options people determine if you can sell to the masses. And there's more masses than there are experts. And that's why it makes sense. That's why they're gonna buy our stuff hand over fist, especially with the way it's priced. Everybody can afford it. And so there are people out there who are letting, and I love them, but like the Aishas or the Tyrons or 
the the Terry's or the Erica's and their opinion of them determine if they're going to launch. They're letting all these people determine if they're going to take their product to market. And I did that. I legit was like, I can't put out an options course. Like Terry already has content. She's killing it. She's way more advanced than me. She went to MIT. And at one point, and I got a son and I was like, fuck that shit. Terry ain't paying for my kid's college. I promoted Terry's course last year. I made 40 grand promoting Terry's course. She made a million dollars. I was like, I got to promote my own shit because she rich and yeah. I just made 40 grand. <laughs> and I always tell people like, start out being an affiliate because it helps you get over the fear of putting stuff out there. Sierra, for example, Sierra was promoting my stuff and she made $10,000 in sales in two weeks. Somebody said something slick to her and she retracted. She stopped doing it and our sales fell flat. Like, if you're selling shit, you got to keep going, man. Who gives a fuck what they got to say? Are you taking care of your family? Because they ain't paying not a damn bill in this house. They ain't paying for no private school. They ain't putting nothing on that down payment on that house. They are not doing anything but put shit on Twitter that's free about you and don't even fucking know you. Promote your shit. Right, right, right. I think, that, I think we just found the, the uh, title for this episode. Promote your shit. I feel like we've used that before, but I'm down. <laughs> we probably use some kind of variation of it. Uh, it's funny what you were saying before. Like I saw, I was reading this thing before. A guy was saying, um, you got to get over this imposter syndrome, as they call it. Like you might think of yourself like, man, I'm not, I'm not some level nine or 10 coach or eight or nine. And the guy was saying, that was interesting. He said, to be real, maybe you, maybe you're just like a level five or six. Maybe just five or six. But there's twos and threes out there that need what you got to offer. 100%. And those twos and threes can't not, they can't necessarily rock with the eights and the nines, the tens anyway, because it's too far advanced and it might be too expensive too. So, you know, if you got something to teach, I guess you might teach it. If you got something to sell, then sell it. We need, what I found, man, is money follows sales. It does not follow hours. And so if you aren't getting sales up, you're probably struggling financially. Like trading hours for time, it's just, it's a zero sum. You make it and you spend it. And then there's more days that you aren't making it than you're spending it. And then also you run out of energy. Like you get tired. You can only really work eight to 10 hours before you get exhausted, but all night, them sales are coming in. I just made a sale right now, all night, them sales are coming in. Like, that's the crazy part about it. You're sleeping in the bed, sales coming in. Like, especially once you get to the point where like, I'm, I'm at a point now, I'm about to tell Sheridan, I need you to place these ads for me. I place these ads with these companies on these days. I don't wanna do it anymore. Make sure we have great content, use your best whatever, and you make it happen. I'm a high level thinker. I don't really care about what goes on on like the granular level. I just care that we're getting stuff out there. That's why the, me and my social media team, we work because they just pick what they want to post. I'm like, damn, just had to post that. Okay. We rocking with that then. Um, but like, yeah, I forgot where I was going with this, but <laughs> that was a gym. Sell some yeah. shit, man. We got to, you can sell some shit. Yeah. It's funny. Cause, um, Today I got like two um, two affiliate sales today. The first, I was like, "Where did that come from?" Like I wasn't, I didn't tweet anything about it. 
didn't promote anything about it. It just it just rolled through. And the the funny thing is the first one, I think they both use a coupon code. Regardless, it just came through. I'm like, well, that's nice, man. Because I know Honestly, when I when I don't push it daily, it falls off. So you gotta push it like daily. Every day, man. Every day. Chris was like, I think Chris said it. But I said something similar. I was like, bro, like Budweiser, Coke, McDonald's, they don't wake up and say, uh, I don't know if I feel like promoting. No, every single day they're up putting their stuff out there, telling you their shit is re- refreshing, telling you it's delicious, whether they feel like it or not. Every single day. That is what being an entrepreneur is about. And that is what I learned. Being an entrepreneur is not about being the CEO and directing people. Being the CEO is about selling, 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 selling. The owner of the firm that I work in just bought a $12 million house. You know what I learned from him? He sells his fucking face off. I drove from, last Friday, I drove from downtown LA to Downey, and I was going to the, uh, the vending machine store. I literally passed five of his billboards. On one freeway, he had five billboards. He has billboards, he has commercials, he has a partnership with the Lakers. Everybody knows who this person is. And the crazy part about it is he's not the best lawyer in town. He's the best marketer in town, though. He's the best hustler in town. He's the most well-known lawyer in town. He's not even the best lawyer in our firm. Stop trying to be the best and start trying to be the best known. Like, that's what matters, man. Like, are you getting results or not? Like, that's what I learned from him. And that's what, like, I stopped trying to be the best. And I started investing in marketing. I put tie capital on everything. That's what I learned from him. He has his name in his face on pins. He has his name in his face on phone covers. He has his name in his face on everything. And that's what I tell people. When I work in a firm, I say to the boss, I don't care what the employee's got to say because I'm not an employee. I'm a boss. So I'm over here looking at what is the boss doing that I can implement in my business? What is the boss doing that I can make sure that I'm doing? Is he getting up early? Is he exercising? Is he like all these things? I want to know everything. Are they going to diet? Like every, one thing I noticed about bosses is they'll go and they won't eat the cake at the, at the birthday celebration. I'm watching everything. I want to know everything. But the thing is, you have people who study the employees and they get real buddy-buddy with their employees. And that just furthers the time that you're going to be an employee. And that's the reason why I got out of banking is when you look at the boss, a lot of times the bosses ain't really bosses. Like our regional manager drove a Prius and like his boss drove a, a Lexus RX. So I was like, that's not what I aspire to be. I'm not working 20 hours to drive a motherfucking Lexus RX. I'm not working 20 years to drive a Lexus RX. I might work 20 years to drive a Porsche or two or a, that kind of stuff and have multiple homes in the city, but I'm not working Porsche that many years. Right. And so like, that's why I had to get out of that space. I was like, this ain't for me. Even when I was working in financial advising, like I was working at Edward Jones and like the dude was like successful at his own office. And like the dude lived in Moreno Valley and drove an old Lexus. I was like, I'm not working 20 years for that. That ain't putting no, no fire in my heart. You really want me to go out here in the sweat, in the sun, and knock on all these doors, and at the end of this, I get an old Lexus in a house in Reno Valley? No, thank you. I'm, I want what the firm, the firm owner has. They, they live in. 
Todd Consultant presents the Vending Machine Business Webinar. You can only have one job, but you can have as many vending machines as you want. This is your chance to see how we do business and how you can start your very own vending machine business. Avoid the mistakes we made and start winning. You'll be shown how we find, negotiate, buy, and manage our vending machine business, generating thousands per month, and how it has unlimited scale. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. They are living. People come to them for opportunities, and that's what I aspire to be. Well, we talking, got some money coming in. I'm, I'm not even sure what it's about, but. Get that money, man. Talking to our sponsor right now, like, why you hitting me up with random money? Anyway. <laughs> He's a good guy. I just want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. He just be showing love. For sure. It's bad. You can't, can't, can't knock that guy for nothing. He knows investorsandteam.com. Go there, get your shirts, man. Get your official merch of generational wealth. One, of the, one of the things that he did that was so smart and what most people should do, but they don't do is he got his stuff to influencers for free. Like people know they should be doing it, but they just don't do it for some reason. He got everybody his shirts. His shirts were all over the place. And you kind of foster goodwill with those people. So yeah, the influencer is seen wearing your shirt, but you also get somebody dope on your side to the point where it's like, they feel like they got to give you back something. Like low key, I think a big part of the reason why I go so hard for them is because they hooked me up when they first started. I saw their shirts. I thought they were dope. And he just sent me a bunch. He sent me so many free shirts. He sent me like, he sent me like the black and white one for free. And I think I saw the white and red one. He sent me that for free. I think I saw the, the blue and white one. He sent me that for free. And then he sent me the whole combo pack for free. I got so many, so many of those shirts around here. I lost track. But that's why I made sure they were the sponsor when we did the Black Wealth Renaissance thing. That's why I shot them up for free all the time. That's why I'm not going to get into the merchandising business just, to, just because of them. A lot of people don't want to give and they don't realize it's not even about the cash. It's not even about the money. It's about getting dope people on your side, getting Andre C. Hatchett on your side, getting Jay Morrison on your side, getting Eric on your side, getting Aisha on your side, getting dope people on your side. It matters. And you got to give first. That's why the podcast is so dope. You give people cred, you put people on, and then they become your homie. Doug Depp is the homie. We be, be chopping it up like me, Doug Depp, just chilling. Like, I think that's dope. But right. like, that's what the pod. Every everybody who has done a podcast is the homie now. And that's why I need to do more. But yeah, I really did this haircut myself, man. That's a testament to me being successful because I did this myself. <laughs> swag, DC. Swag, swag, my game up. Because mine isn't as fresh as yours. What matters is the Clippers. I know. I got great. I got. I have the Clippers. I just got great clips. A, I don't have the uh, YouTube man. But I. But yeah. YouTube. But if somebody had a course telling you how to cut hair, I'd buy that shit. If they had a Gumroad course telling you how to cut hair, I'd buy it so quick. It's a no-brainer right now. I haven't even seen anybody out there pushing that. Maybe I'm just not in the right circles or something. But maybe not. But yeah, that's that's a money maker right now. How to cut your own hair? Yep. Okay, so this tweet 
it, it mentions real estate, but I think it applies to a lot of stuff. You said you can make money in real estate but understand the finance of real estate without understanding the complete inner workings of a home. Man, I feel like when people think about options, they feel like they got to know everything about options. And so they're like, you don't, you didn't talk about all the Greeks. You didn't talk about implied volatility. You didn't talk about RSI. You didn't talk about MACD. You didn't talk about blah, 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 blah. Like the point is, does the shit make you money? And is there a strategy to make money using it? And I realized like my course doesn't teach you everything you need to know about options. It teaches you how to make money trading options. And that's two different things. And so people look at it and they say, but it doesn't teach you everything. It's not the fucking point. It's not supposed to teach everything. And so what I realized is the same thing is true about real estate. We make money in real estate because we know what the rehab is supposed to cost or we know to find the person who knows how to find out what the rehab costs. I make money in real estate and I'm not out here knowing everything about plumbing, everything about electrical, everything about a foundation and framing, everything about a roof. You find out that stuff over time, but you don't have to know all that stuff to get started in real estate. But a lot of people, they feel like they have to know everything about everything and so they don't do anything. And that's the thing I try to like tell people, like get started, get fancy later also means get started and then figure out everything later. Like you don't have to know everything in the beginning to get started, but so many people think they have to either know everything or have the money, all the money to get started. And so what I realized is like, I don't know anything about construction. I couldn't tell you how to build a house, but I know how to value a house. I know how to value the rents. I don't know if it makes sense in the spreadsheet. I make, I make money in real estate because I understand finance, not because I understand construction. People can make money in options because they understand how options work and how stocks work. Not because they know all the inner workings of the little things that don't really even like matter if you're just getting it for a quick trade. And so I feel like I was kind of pushing back against the criticism again and just telling people like, hey, you can learn how to make money or you can learn everything about everything. But learning everything about everything doesn't make you money. It's like Chris says, like the smartest person isn't the richest person. The most richest person is probably the most bold, probably the most aggressive, probably the most daring, probably the most willing to do something. Fortune favors the bold, not the know everything. Like academics, the people that, who taught me this stuff in college, they ain't rich and they know everything about everything. They know, like there's, I've been telling people like there's stuff I forgot that y'all don't even know yet. Like all those forms, like there's so much stuff that I know that I forgot. And the crazy part about it is like my, my knowledge spans so much. It's not just finance. I'm actually a lawyer. That means I went to law school. That means all that legal stuff, I know it. Con law, torts, evidence, like I know it. I can break down evidence code for you. And so it's like, for me, my, my knowledge spans so much, but I still have folks coming at me because all they know is I read Intelligent Investor and so, therefore, I'm an expert in investing because I read Intelligent Investor. Once again, shout out to my man Leonard from Invest as a Team. Get your shirts, investasateam.com. We will be doing more stuff with them in the future. We will announce it, you know, on social media, on podcast, whatever. But he's more than just a sponsor. He's, he's like family, man. Oh, all right, all right, for sure. Stay right. tuned for more. Funny thing, I was just about to send. I was getting ready to send him like an invoice. Then he just sent me random money, so no, I can't. All right, he got a, You know what's so funny is all he does is pay down the voice. Like <laughs> I was one, black, that one black business pays one black business who pays another black business. Like all right, 
Because that's basically passed through money. I was just thinking about that that again today. We're going to wrap this up with one last tweet. It's going to get hard, but you got to keep grinding. I listen to a lot of Larry June. Larry June is dope because he's independent. And so, like, every line that he drops is just fire and life-changing. And I was listening to, like, his stuff. And that's one of the things he said. He's like, you just got to keep hustling. You got to keep pushing. You got to know what you're aiming for. Um, you're going to run into opposition. But opposition doesn't mean that you throw your hands up and you quit. So many people, they run into opposition, and they throw their hands up, and they're like, I'm done. I, it's opposition. It's racism. It's coronavirus. And they just quit. Winners don't do that. Winners run into opposition, and they kick it in the face. They kick down the door, and they keep on pushing. Like, one of the tweets that I posted is like, you guys saw the opposition and you thought that it hurt me. It actually only made me better. I did record numbers in the week that the hate was the biggest. The week that they leaked my shit, I killed it. They just provide the traction. It creates friction, which creates traction, and then I move forward. So, for example, I caught a lot of slander. I went in today. I bought ads on every site. I posted the fuck out of all my results. Like, I created a pinned tweet that just has nothing but results. So anytime people bring stuff against me, don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for them because all I'm going to do is level up. All I'm going to do is take it to the next level. All I'm going to do is just dunk it. Like, I'm not an average motherfucker. If I was able to succeed in the face of white supremacy in America, what makes you think I'm going to let some Twitter dudes stop me? Like, I really think about that sometimes. It's like, you realize, like, I've succeeded on all levels. I could have been dead. I could have been in jail. I could have been all these different things. And none of that shit stopped me. I'm not going to let some powerless motherfuckers stop me from getting to my destiny because I've mastered multiple levels. And I found that the way you deal with that type is you just avoid them at all costs. That's what I've done in real life. And that's what I do on Twitter. I just avoid them at all costs. Millie. Gotta keep grinding. Gotta keep in real grinding. life. Millie in real life. Not Millie in it's aspirational Millie. Millie like check the bank statements, bitch. Check the motherfucking sales, bitch. And we only go and level it up more. I'm serious, man. If, if you think I'm going to get a milli and stop, if you think I'm going to get a milli and not flip it into passive income, forever income, paying off a house in cash income, you are mistaken. I got a chip on my shoulder. And a few years ago when people said he's not worth a million dollars, I made it a personal vendetta to really get to it. At first, it was just aspirational. And then I made it a vendetta to really get to it. And as soon as I got it, I posted that shit. And that's what really made them mad. They really got mad when they saw that I cracked a milli. I cracked a million dollars. And I'm only going to keep it going. I'm only going to ramp it up. I'm only going to invest more in the team. I made a million dollars without help. Now I got help. Now I got staff. Now I got people who run my organizations for me. You think I'm not going to level up? You think I'm going to stop? Right, right, right. Can't stop, won't stop. Diddy stop. I need that quote, man, because I'm posting that. I'm I'm on a tear. I'm on a tear. And we got security for ghetto people. You got to go through security to get to me. I live in a gated community. You can't just walk up in here. You can't just walk up in here. Every building I'm in has security. You go to my office, we got security there, too. Shit. In this episode, Raphael, I'm done. Fuck this. Yep, yep, yep. So what shout out to Shout out to our podcast editor, Superman, Donald The Voice. Doing this thing, people, you get. If you need a podcast editor, you definitely got to get with Donald the Voice. Go to donaldthevoice.com. Tell him we sent you. He will hook you up. 
I can't promise you uh, he's going to give you a big hookup, but meaning hookup, he's going to do some great work, not give you the work for pennies. But DonaldTheVoice.com, number one editor in the game. Shout out once again to InvestorsTheTeam.com, our show sponsor. Shout out always, as always, Todd Capital. Come to Todd Capital, folks. Well, we got nothing but love. Don't believe the hype. Nothing. We got nothing but love. One, one, but love. one sad thing is that Vallejo, who is the company that hosts our investment club, is shutting down due to coronavirus. They don't have any more funding. And so what really? we're having to do is, is liquidate all of our positions, and we're going to turn the Todd Capital Investment Club just into an information-based club only. So that's the new development with the Todd Capital Investment Club. Honestly, I'm okay with that because the Todd, app, the Todd Capital Options Community is killing it. 1,200 people in the Todd Capital Options community. Wow. Yeah, wow. we get it. And and I haven't even really pushed it to the new people who signed up. So once I do that, we might even double the membership. I was just happy when we hit 500 people. I was actually happy when we hit 100 people. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. We got 1,200 people. And then we're going to keep it going. We might hit 15. And the crazy part about it is I had 1,000 people in the community. And then, like, Sean E started coming at me crazy. And that's another thing. I was like, fuck this. I hired some admins, and the admins are dope. Shout out to the admins. I hired some admins, and then I realized I got to pay admins. And so I kicked up the marketing to get more people, and I took it from 1,000 people to 1,250 people. And so now that extra marketing pays for the admins because I pay them. Each admin makes 500 bucks a month, and they be hustling. They be in there killing it. They are, they are in there. They are engaging people, answering questions, creating new content. I'm telling you, I'm not the person you want to come against. I'm a very informed individual. I'm a very educated individual. You might want to take that shit to some other dudes out there who ain't me, but I'm me. And we out. Episode Michael Jordan. Follow us on Twitter at work, at work Money Life and at Todd Billion. Follow us on Instagram at Tweet Talk Podcast. You can also find us at tweettalkpodcast.com. But on Instagram, follow Charles at partnerwithmillie, at todd.capital, at bless a black man. It's at Tweet Talk. We are out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is Donald the Voice, the official podcast editor and producer of the Tweet Talk podcast, featuring, of course, Charles Oglesby and the man Raphael Husbands. And look, man, if you just listen to this episode, then you know exactly what I'm capable of. You know my swag, you know what I can do. And so, without any further ado, I kind of want to give you a special offer for Tweet Talk podcast episode listeners. And here's what it is head on over to donaldthevoice.com. And if you have podcasts or video editing needs, let's talk. And of course, I'm giving you a real, real nice deal. But you have to mention that you're a Tweet Talk podcast listener. And this offer isn't going to last forever. So if you're on social media or you have a business or you got something going on to where you need somebody to edit and produce your content, come and holla at your boy. And I promise to take care of you, our dedicated listener to the Tweet Talk podcast. Again, head over to DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page and let's have a little conversation. Okay, back to your day, your evening, your morning, whatever's going on. Peace.